From the Ellen Media Worldwide Headquarters Studios, high atop two Turtle Creek, this is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. This is your host, Ryan Trimble, joined once again by my twin, Sean Williams. Sean, good day, sir. I know. How, how could we... We have to post a picture of this. I mean, we are literally wearing the <laughs> same outfit today. Navy suit. Here at work. Navy suit with blue shirt. check shirts. Yes, we are Twinkies for real today. That's right. That's right. Open collar. <laughs> Apologies to Robert Thifford. No tie. <laughs> no tie. You, yeah. You're coming around, man. I mean, two years ago when I first came <laughs> to this office, you would never have stepped foot in the door without a tie. No, I wouldn't have. But just, you know. Times are changing. Losing my edge, I guess. Times are changing. Well, times are a change. And Indeed. Are, <laughs> as it is in 2019, Sean. And uh, with that brings the the swearing in of the next Texas legislature. We had a chance to catch the 6 a.m. flight out of Dallas on Tuesday to go down. Shout out to Deputy Mayor Pro Tem Adam Madrano, who was on our flight, headed down to Austin. Uh, and we hit the ground running, man. I mean, as as usual, now this is the second time you have towed me around Austin. <laughs> and we set up in the Capitol Grill. And, man, we were rocking and rolling from there. That's right. We, we cooled our heels, formulated our game plan at the grill, saw several uh, good longtime friends uh, from my time down there and um it was just an exciting day. You, you were uh, you were teasing me a little bit that the opening day of the legislative session. It's is your Super Bowl. Kind of like my Super it Bowl. It is your. It's not kind of like. It is your <laughs> Super Bowl. I mean, every you cannot turn one corner in Austin without Ryan knowing someone, shaking a hand, getting a bear hug. I mean, it's cool, man. It's great being down there with you. And again, we talk about this like every episode. But when you work on a staff, as on a staff, you get to know other staff. And the cool thing is a lot of folks that you have worked with have also gone on to do other things. And it's almost like almost a mini reunion. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was fun seeing a lot of a uh, lot of old friends and meeting some new friends, Sean. We've we've gotten to know several of our of the new uh, uh, Dallas County delegation of legislators. Uh, your your friend and now my friend, Retta Bowers, got a chance to sit down with her and visit with her. We got to go to her welcome party that she had yeah. in the afternoon, which was great. And uh, we, we were really, if, if anyone wants to really see what our day was like, we both posted a lot of uh, pictures on our Twitter feeds of, of our day. That's right. If you go back, search hashtag Dal Dome Day, D-A-L Dome Day. That was our creative, alliterative uh, hashtag. It for, works for man. our day. It works for the Deconstructing Dallas you know, listeners who will have an opportunity to go back and see some I mean, there was the one picture, and I've got it in my inbox a couple of times that you took of me, um, and it was early, man. It was like 7 o'clock, and I had my <laughs> hand on my forehead, and I uh, was kind of giving you a little bit of a side eye. That, I, I've seen that one a few times that's come back. He was hard at work curating content, everybody. But but as you mentioned, we, we got to see so many of the North Tech. We really saw... We went to every office of the North Texas delegation yeah. and sat down with uh, representatives Rafael Anchia, uh, Julie Johnson, uh, Angie Chen Budden, just so many of our and, yeah. and, and who were welcoming to us. And, you know, that's what they do on these days. If you have a chance to go down, if you live in any in Texas, it's a great opportunity to go down, visit your state senator, visit your state representative. Usually they have some good food and good treats that they <laughs> have for right. their constituents or whoever walks through the 
the door, and it is an awesome day. They should greet you with open arms and and welcome you in. And so, uh, go down, go under the pink dome. It's a great day. Uh, you'll you'll really feel some Texas pride when you walk in the door, Sean. So. And, and as you're walking around the Capitol, you'll see so many people that you know. And yeah. we bumped into our friend Jason Whiteley from WFAA Eight, who does Inside Texas Politics, and he was there to give us a little bit of his views on things and how he's seeing this this kind of new energy. So we've got an interview with Jason and we'd like to share uh, right now with everyone. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. We're here with the great Jason Wiley from WFAA. Jason, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for finding me in the uh, rotunda here. You got it. It's a packed house, or we'll be here in just a few minutes, it looks like. I, you know, I was just thinking as I was walking around the rotunda here, I, I wonder where the gallery, at least in the house, holds, because there are, I would say, several hundred people right now lined up, and the first guy in line was from Dallas, 7 a.m. There you go. There you go. Jason, you've seen a lot of these. You've been around, but this election seems, we've been walking around, seems like a different kind of energy here, uh, based on this different this election, the way it turned out. Have you, have you felt that? Have you seen it? Yeah, you know, I've talked to to reps and, and staffers from both sides, and, and there seems to be a kind of a spirit of optimism right now. Um, there aren't any social issues that are on the forefront like we saw last session. It seems to be a lot more, you know, meat and potatoes, if you will. But it's issues that affect people, that affect my wallet, that affect your wallet and yours too, Ryan. It's, you know, property taxes. It's killing us. They're unsustainable. So hopefully the state will figure out a way to buy down those. I think there appears to be bipartisan support for that and address school finances, something they kick down the road, legislature after legislature is kicked down the road. This might be finally the session where it's addressed. It's exciting stuff. Jason Wiley, WFAA, thanks for coming on. Anything else you'd like to add? Hope it's a great session. All right. Thanks so much. A lot of good energy from Jason, and and I agree. Again, we talked about this throughout the day. There just seemed to be a a lot of energy. There's there's a a feel of, of... a younger group of folks that are serving. Um, there is a more diverse group of folks who are serving, and that's not a bad thing. And we, we had an opportunity even to be in the chamber. Um, you know, as the governor spoke, um, we got to listen to new speaker Bonin, and um, and, and so it, it is a, a different type of energy. It, it was. There's a spirit of collaboration. I know Speaker Bonin in his remarks talked about it and uh, really really honing in on, on some of the main issues that are facing our state property tax reform, school finance reform. I mean, if we heard that one time, we heard it 50 times <laughs> that's yesterday. Right. But also big issues like human trafficking. And that that's something that our, our good friend and a, a gentleman that we've gotten to work with uh, here at Allen Media, uh, State Representative Morgan Meyer from Dallas, uh, here at the, the heart of Dallas, represents downtown, uptown, park cities, East Dallas. He has, over his legislative career, he was just sworn in for his third term on Tuesday, and uh, he's really made some progress in in uh, the fight against human trafficking. But we got to sit down with him uh, for a few minutes and, and talk to him about the start of the session. So let's uh, listen to a little bit of that clip. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, I'm super fired up right now. We are sitting here with the great Morgan Meyer. Our number one priority for our podcast this year. That's right. Episode one. Episode one. <laughs> Getting Representative Meyer on the broadcast on the podcast. Gentlemen, Representative. Thank you. thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, congratulations. Just sworn in for your third session 
on the House floor. A lot of new faces down there. What's the mood? Well, I really do think we're, we're going to get off to a very good start. Uh, you know, at the, at the beginning of the session and with the new speaker, Speaker Bonin, uh, everyone is really looking to reach across the aisle and work with uh, work with those from, from other parties uh, to make sure we tackle the big issues such as school finance and property tax reform. I really feel good about the vibe on the floor, the mood on the floor, and the willingness for those uh, on the floor to work with one another. And you, you mentioned a couple of issues that Speaker Bonin talked about, but other than property tax, school finance reform, what are other legislative priorities that you'll be looking at this session? Well, um, we, as we have done in the past, will be certainly focusing on the prevention of human trafficking. That is definitely uh, a, a priority for us this coming session, as well as uh, making sure that we have uh, mental health professionals uh, in our schools. Um, we feel like uh, when folks talk about that issue, they certainly relate it to some of the tragic events we've had. But not only are those tragic events in schools something which can be prevented, but it also addresses issues such as bullying and suicide and some other issues. So definitely addressing uh, the need for additional mental health professionals in our schools is of something of utmost importance. I think that's outstanding. And, and let me step back and thank you for all your hard work on uh, the, the human trafficking, fighting human trafficking that you've done in the previous sessions. Really, really impressive moving stuff. I know you've been honored by several groups across the state and, and in Dallas for your hard work. So congratulations on that and good luck this thank, session. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I certainly appreciate it. Come well, back anytime. Yeah, one more thing, though. Oh, okay. The very Cowboys, good. Yeah, the Cowboys have a big game on Saturday night, and we would like to get your thoughts, your predictions your on how crystal the ball. Team is do. Crystal ball. Well, yeah. I think Dak and Zeke are going to continue to do what they have been doing. The defense is going to going to step up, and I think you're going to see a Cowboys 28-21 road victory. Seven-point victory. There you have it. Right. Meyer. You Absolutely. heard it here first. That is strong. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for your yeah. time. We Thanks, really Representative. It. We really appreciate it, and good luck this session. Thank you all. Great to get a chance to sit down with Representative Meyer. He's he's a good man. He's got a great family, and, uh, uh, and I know he's going to be be laser focused and honed in on this session. Yeah, um, you know, I, I enjoyed the. T- we spent a lot of time there. It's kind of our home base for the day. And the other thing I enjoyed was the Chick Fil A chicken nuggets <laughs> that we had. That's right. Uh, and waffle fries, which is a personal favorite for mine. Yes. So so thanks to uh, Representative Morgan and his uh, Morgan Meyer and his staff. Yeah, for Shelby that. Whitson. Uh, Josh Garrett, uh, you know Aaron Gibson. Uh, thank you, thank you for letting us crash, Kendall. Thank you so much. Um, the other thing, Sean, we got to move around outside the Capitol a little bit after the swearing in, and we went to a few uh, few other events around the around the grounds and got to see our good friend and uh, uh, his family, State Representative Four Price from the Amarillo area. Uh, great folks, and um, uh, so good to see them. Good to see a lot of friends, though. And new, new um, State Representative Jessica Gonzalez also walked in right after he did. We got our... Um, I think we called it on Twitter our biennial tour from State Representative Eric Johnson and his great corner office that he has. And you even got to sit in his chair. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We we brought some greetings from our friends at SMU to, to several of the Dallas uh, Dallas County delegation members. And uh, he was he was fired up to see his uh, annual pony uh, pen. So thank you, Representative Johnson, for uh, your hospitality. Well, um, congratulations. 
congratulations to all those who were sworn in. Good luck uh, and Godspeed to all the staff. You guys only have 138 more days to go. <laughs> uh, so represent us well. Make us proud. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, I want to get into or, or start leading into an interview that we had uh, for today's show uh, with a, a friend and and an SMU Mustang. I, I, I think I have Former to go ahead and put Mustang that out there great. because yes. um, you will see that this was kind of a Mustang love fest. Um, we had Richie Butler, Pastor Richie Butler from St. Paul United Methodist Church, who, you know, who does it all. He is a businessman. He is a speaker. He is a pastor. And um, he's he's got a really neat event coming up called Gospel Ghost Classical that we actually have an opportunity to help out with. That's right, Sean. And I'm not sure. I'm certain that I will enjoy uh, Gospel Ghost Classical. I'm looking forward to the event. We're looking forward to helping on it, uh, helping uh, in the preparation for it. Um, Are you going to be a part of it? When we were down in the Capitol, I did hear a pretty strong rendition, a strong baritone singing Texas Are Texas from the rafters. Yeah, I hadn't hadn't sang that in a while. I was surprised. I knew probably about 94% of the words. Hey, Um, you had me fooled if if you missed one. If I could, I would love to be part. It's going to be a two 200 voice choir, gospel choir that is going to complement a 60 piece orchestra and um, Gospel Ghost Classical is a, is a national brand. I wish I could definitely uh, be part of it, but but that's on my kind of to-do list of things I love to do. But there's an example uh, that, that we've had, you know, they've done, this was initiated in Alabama, but it's gone all across the world. I wanted to play a clip um, of a song by Joe Metal uh, called This Is The Air I Breathe. And this is from Gospel Goes Classical from South Africa. And so this is pretty much we, what, what we can expect to hear next month here in Dallas. can't-miss event. Uh, Just that little clip got me pretty fired up to go see it and uh, be a part of the day. So without further ado, let's let's go throw it to break. We'll come right back uh, for our interview with Pastor Richie Butler. Deconstructing Dallas, we'll be right back.
conference play is in full swing, and your SMU men's basketball squad is looking to claim another American Athletic Conference title. Come see the action in person by calling 214-SMU-GAME or go to smumustangs.com and get your tickets today. With big games coming up against Wichita State, Houston, and the Cincinnati Bearcats, you won't want to miss a second of the action on the court. So what are you waiting for? Call 214-SMU-GAME or go to smumustangs.com today. Pony up! Welcome back, Deconstructing Dallas. Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams, and Sean, I'm excited to welcome our guest today. A real mover and shaker in the community. Guy, he's a, he's a faith leader, he's a real estate developer, but my favorite thing is he's a, a former SMU Mustang great. I was about to say, anytime there's a Mustang, you're extra <laughs> excited, so I'm sure you are excited. That's right. He is Richie Butler. Richie, welcome. Welcome. I'm uh, honored to be with you and uh, humbled uh, uh, being thrown in a category of, of great. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you are a humble person, but the truth is you do so much in our community and you're a person that can't be put in a box. You know, there's there's the pastor, there's businessman, there's speaker. But I would kind of like for you to lay out for our listeners just, just what you do, who you are, <laughs> uh, you know, the church you pastor, the business you run. I mean, just kind of let people know. And I, and I know you're a humble person, and this is not your natural way, but just indulge us for this okay. one time. All right. I, I will. Now, my, my family would say opposite. that I, <laughs> I definitely have a healthy dose of ego. But, um, you know, I'm a pastor. I pastor uh, downtown Dallas, uh, the historical St. Paul United Methodist Church, uh, 145 years old, 145 years young, um, and with a continued bright future and a leader in our community. So excited to to lead that congregation. And um, what make, makes that also unique is that four years ago, I was not a United Methodist pastor. I was pastoring a church that was non-denominational. I had started, and we merged St. Paul and Union Cathedral together. Together, which uh, is out of the box, uh, which is I think just part of my my mantra. Uh, in addition to that, uh, I'm a partner at Prescott Group. Uh, we're a diversified real estate platform that invests in um, office multifamily all over the country, and we also own a debt company. So we're buying and servicing debt, um, and uh, we're we're active right now uh, in the in the market. So excited about that! And my first real estate development deal, which brought the faith and the real estate together was uh, Unity Estates, which was sponsored by the African-American Pastors Coalition. Uh, So it was a faith-based development in in far south, uh, southern Dallas, off of Hampton and I-20, single-family lot development that we we did. And the streets were named after the churches who invested in the the project. So that was my first real estate development deal. And I always tell people, because they're like, real estate? And uh, uh, pastor, you know, developers are not, you know, good people. And I, I tell people all the time uh, that if you look in the Bible, Abraham was the first real estate developer. Okay. <laughs> God okay. called him to go, you know, build a nation or community. So uh, that led me to uh, to real estate. The land he bought may not have been the most uh, desired land at the time, though. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what great but developers it's a long play. Yeah, that's right. That's what exactly. developers do. They have vision for the exactly. future. Exactly. <laughs> and, and well, speaking of vision, I, you know, I've I've been so excited and, and gotten to know more about Project Unity. Um, it's gone on for several years now. I know, and you you've really 
really brought a lot of folks together. You brought you President Bush, uh, Michael Sorrell. You know, you've got an Olympic gold medalist. You've got a, you've got a lot of folks that have come yeah. together uh, to focus on this. So, can you tell us a little bit more about Project Unit? Yeah, I, I will tell people this. Uh, don't ask God what to do because He gives you something to do. <laughs> uh, so, Project Unity was really born uh, through St. Paul. We were hosting a community forum uh, right after the the Rodney Brown. Um, and not Rodney Brown, Michael, Michael Brown, Brown mm-hmm. and Fer- events in Ferguson uh, at our church. Yeah. And we had a full house of community leaders, a uh, diverse group of people. And I, I noted all the pain, anger, frustration, you name it, negative emotions and energy and it was in our space. And I said, what do I do in response to this? And God gave me a vision to launch Project Unity to focus on bridging those divides in particular between law enforcement and community of color and then just race relations as a whole and and that uh, precipitated our Together We Ball event, which is a uh, Together We Ball Pastors Police Community Basketball game, yeah. uh, which has taken a life of its own. And then, as you just outlined, uh, in 2017, we launched a year of unity in response to what happened to the fallen officers in 2016 mm-hmm. uh, here in Dallas. And uh, we've, you know, uh, brought together uh, efforts around Together We. So Together We Dine, Together We Learn, Together We Serve, Together We sing, uh, together we pray, together we worship, uh, just focused on what unites us is far greater than than what divides us. And I didn't realize that the year of unity was really going to become uh, not just a year, but uh, a movement. And uh, and it's definitely taken shape uh, and excited to, to just play a role in, in uh, building and transforming community. Right. And we've got Pastor Richie Butler here. And, you know, one of the events that we'll talk about really more in our next segment is the Gospel Goes Classical that you'll be doing coming up in February. But I wanted to talk about, you know, you've, you as you mentioned, done Together We Dine, Together We Ball. Um, so many different events bringing people together. But what sticks out to you in the time that you've done this? What are the kind of images and, and learnings and understandings that you've personally gained as you've gone through this? Um, you, you know, we we um, we think getting people to come together uh, is easy. It is what I classify hard work and heart work mm-hmm. um, because there are so many. I think it's so much easier to pit us apart and 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 not um, you know figure out how we what you know what unifies us. Or, or what are some commonalities? And so really, I mean, as a pastor, we think about it. I mean, churches are, are so divided. I mean, you can't get Baptists and Methodists to work together. We all believe in Jesus, right. uh, let alone, you know, bringing our Muslim brothers and sisters to the table or black, you know, white, north, south. I mean, so, I mean, it, sound, it sounds, you know, kumbaya sounds easy, but it is hard work. That's, and, that's and what hard work and be. hard work. Yeah, 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 that's right. But you're you're really doing that, and that's that's the interesting thing that that I know that Project Unity has done. It's brought, you know, a lot of people talk about the north south uh, divide in our city or whatever. But you've brought, you know, you've got your church, St. Paul, and then you've got my church, Highland Park United Methodist, coming together on this project. Yes, so, yes, really great stuff. And that's also why I was glad that SMU, our good friends over at SMU, decided to honor you with the Silver Anniversary Mustang Award this year. So first of all, it's silver, <laughs> which means you've been out of school. That's 25. 
In case you don't know what's silver, that's 25 years. So just in case anybody yeah. doesn't know the math. So don't yeah. focus 25. on that. We'll call it the Sam Award. <laughs> no, the Sam. Yeah. But, but no, I'm definitely honored. Uh, I guess it's given to uh, Letterman every year for you know outstanding service. So uh, I am yeah. humbled and appreciative to SMU. Um, you know, that's that, that's my heart. It says you've been honored. You brought honor to SMU, <laughs> made contributions that have lasting and positive effects for your fellow citizens and have been a model citizen in your community. So congratulations. Well, thank, thank you very, very much. Uh, there, there are probably a number of other people they could have picked, but I guess they ran out of, <laughs> out of I, want, I want to know a little bit more about this football career. I mean, you know, you play, you play some ball at SMU. I mean, yeah. you know, t- tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, I, I will I will say this. Um, you know, I, I came to SMU at a time uh, when we were trying to rebuild the program from the death penalty. So I could have gone to a number of other schools and won a whole lot more games. Uh, I really could have. Uh, but I met my wife at SMU, um, have some great relationships, and I don't think I'd be where I am today if I had not uh, chosen SMU. And, I, I mean, there are a number, again, Southwest Conference, you know, a number of schools I could have could have picked, but came to SMU and wouldn't re- uh, don't regret a minute of the experience. I will say this from the football standpoint, uh, probably my, my greatest highlight uh, was I got an interception and ran it back for a touchdown against Texas Tech, and, and I was covering the top wide receiver in the nation at the time, and, you know, we shut him down. Well, you, you know, it's, it's funny, though. I mean, sports don't, and so don't, don't talk about A&M. No, we, we, you know, we got A&M, we got SMU. We're not going to do a lot of set tripping today. We're going to just kind of leave that there. But I, it feels like, you know, that's kind of like a theme for you, though. You know, not not take the easy route, not take the easy yeah. path. And there's so much building that can be done uh, through that way. So it just sounds like listening to you tell that story, like that started early with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I realize I am a, I'm a, I, I'm a innovator, you know, taking initiative, entrepreneurial, you know, I, I probably never will, you know, take on a, a task just sort of manning the ship of something. It really is, you know, what needs to what needs to change, what what challenges out there and and let me go figure out how to, you know, make something happen, uh, rather rebuilding or, you know, transformational work. Well, we'll be excited to see you get the Silver Mustang Award, the Silver Anniversary Mustang Award. It's January 26th at the halftime of the SMU Tulane men's basketball game. So 214 SMU game. Get your tickets now to see Richie <laughs> Butler get us get some uh some uh, uh table artwork for you know some desk artwork all right all right awesome uh this is deconstructing dallas ryan trimble sean williams we're gonna take a quick break be right back with richie butler evening of soul-stirring gospel sounds with classical orchestrations featuring Grammy Award winner Marvin Winans, a 200-person unity choir, and special guest conductor Jerry Lynn Johnson with a tribute to the late Aretha Franklin. Join the Dallas Symphony Orchestra for Gospel Goes Classical, Thursday, February 7th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $29. Proceeds benefit Project Unity, dedicated to improving race relations. Visit MyDSO.com for details.
Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We are here with Pastor Richie Butler, uh, and we are talking to him about all the wonderful things he's doing in the community. But we wanted to get to a specific pastor uh, event that Project Unity is doing that we at Allen Media actually have an opportunity to work with you on. And it's called Gospel Goes Classical. It's going to be um, with the Dallas Symphony Orchestra on Thursday, February 7th. So if you could let our listeners know a little bit more about this really innovative and exciting event that's also really part of the kind of together movement that you've got going with Project Unity. Yes. Um, so we are in partnership uh, with Gospel Goes Classical. It is an international brand. Uh, that brings uh, gospel music and, you know, the classical uh, uh, musical idiom to together uh, with the in this year uh, with the Dallas Symphony Orchestra, the Mark Myerson Symphony uh, Center. Uh, we're in partner partnership with them and we're excited. We're focused on bringing together a 200 voice um, unity choir that will come from different segments of not just Dallas, but North Texas. Uh, there was rehearsal uh, last night in Grand Prairie. There's been rehearsals in Richardson, rehearsals in different parts of Dallas at different churches. I think even a synagogue is going to be hosting a rehearsal. So we're excited about, about the 200 Voice Choir, and it's part of our unity movement. What we've done uh, at the State Fair the past three two years is we've had a uh, night of gospel inspiration and had our unity choir sing, which is around 100 voices. And so we're sort of building upon that momentum to uh, launch uh, as a part of the Gospel Goes Classical. And uh, Bishop Marvin Winans out of Detroit and from the famed Winans family will be our featured artist. And then uh, we have a guest conductor, Jerry Lynn White, who is uh, a leading African-American female uh, conductor in the United States, will be conducting that evening. So it, it just promises to be a dynamic time uh, for our community to come together, uh, again, around our theme, Unity, uh, and then also the power of music and also two different music idioms, uh, gospel and and classical coming together. So I just, it just, you know, just the makings of just a, a, a powerful night, you know, and, and gospel music is just something that 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 speaks to the soul, and and then when you bring the the the, the movement of classical, uh, yeah, I'll just just show up and see what, what a, happens. What a shocker, Sean! Richie Butler bringing people together, <laughs> worlds colliding around Richie Butler. That's amazing. Okay, but let me ask you this: So, gospel goes classical. Got its start at, I believe, at the University of Alabama, Birmingham. It's been around fifteen, maybe eighteen years. Now. Yes, Is that about it, right? it has a long history in South Africa uh, with Jonathan Butler, um, and and most recently in Orlando last year, they uh-huh. had a, a major concert. Uh, so, it, it is an international brand, and we're excited to be partnering with the. Uh, with the owners of that of that brand yeah. uh, and bringing it to Dallas. When you have done the state fair piece, when you've had the gospel uh, choir at the state fair, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who that's even an introduction to them to gospel yeah. because it is a venue that they are not accustomed to seeing gospel music. And, um, you know, you might go hear hip hop, you might go hear country, but that might not be, uh, especially with a large choir. So what, what's been the response even at the state fair when people have an interaction with the choir? Well, 
first of all, it's on the main stage, mm-hmm. and it's uh, has been either Wednesday or Thursday night. And and I'll also throw kudos out to Tosca Lee, who's been the producer of that, and is also producing uh, the uh, Gospel Goes Classical for us. Uh, the the main stage is is filled, and and is I think those who are who are who who embrace gospel music and know the the spiritual element. I mean, it really becomes a worshipful event, and I think those who who may not uh, fully grasp it, I think they're just drawn in because it just has that kind of of power and 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 soulful movement that 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 I think attracts even if you're not a believer. It causes you to believe in something. <laughs> you recognize mm-hmm. that you right. need to believe in something. Right. So, Pastor, where where can our listeners find some more information about Gospel Goes Classical? Uh, you can go to mydso.com. Uh, you can buy tickets. They start at not twenty nine dollars on up, and we're excited because we believe we're going to have a, a packed house on the seventh. Uh, we'll have a VIP reception before, and we also have events the the couple of days leading up uh, on that Tuesday's a dress rehearsal. We're going to bring students in uh, to to witness the rehearsal and and interact with Jerry Lynn as the conductor. Uh, that's already in in the works. But you can go to my DSO. Dot com to purchase tickets and get more information about Gospel Goes Classical. I would assume also that might be that might also be inclusive of potential sponsors, people who might want to sponsor Gospel Goes Classical. Oh yes, most definitely. Uh, if you're interested in sponsoring, uh, you can go. Uh, you can contact us. You can contact Allen Allen <laughs> Media directly. Uh, but we are definitely uh, you know looking for for sponsorship. Uh, those who are interested in being sponsors, uh, we have a, a variety of sponsorship opportunities. And if you want to come in on a higher level, twenty five thousand or up, uh, we and if you get in sooner than later, you definitely can be part of the, the public service announcements that uh, uh, WFAA TV eight uh, will is they've actually started running those ads and. Uh, public service announcement so we can get your logo in if you want to uh, be part of that. So we're excited. Well, if anyone is listening and you want to become a sponsor, you can email me, Sean, S-H-A-W-N, at Allen, A-L-L-Y-N, media.com, and we'll get you hooked up. But, uh, Pastor, this has been a great time chatting with you. It's always good for Ryan to bring a Mustang on, so you can hear how passionate <laughs> Go red. Go, go blue. Go Mustangs. S-M-U. I love it. That I love a, it. That is a bit excessive. <laughs> but, uh, we'll let y'all make it today. We will let y'all make it. But Pastor, always a good time. It's, it's been great working with you on this. We look forward to all your continued work uh, in the future, and we'd love to have you on again down the road. It's been my pleasure and privilege. Thank you, guys. This is Deconstructing Dallas. We'll be right back after this. Constructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble, a lot of great energy, a lot of great information, and a wonderful, powerful event coming up on February 7th, Gospel Goes Classical. Thanks so much to Pastor Richie Butler for coming on to Deconstructing Dallas. That's right, and thank you for leading us in a uh, cheer. 
Yeah. For the, for the red and the blue. Well, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not thanking him for that, but I do thank him. I mean, we always it seems like we always have another Southwest Conference alum yeah. here. You know, yeah. we've had Lynn McBee from UT. I mean, it's always somebody, right? That's right. That's right. So exciting stuff, Sean. And you have an exciting announcement. Yeah, we teased this on a previous show, but we have um, released this on social media. And we are really excited to announce that Allen Media has started a social justice practice within our public affairs group. And so I am really thankful for the opportunity uh, provided by our leader, Mary Woodleaf and Jennifer Paschal, to um, have the opportunity to lead this practice within our group. And we are already hitting the ground running, focusing on issues. Issues like food insecurity, working with American Heart Association, uh, criminal justice reform with the Decent Criminal Justice Reform Center. And we, you know, there are so many issues that we would love to be a part of, like reentry, um, education. We've done so much work already with UNT Dallas and their mission uh, to focus on Southern Dallas, Southern Dallas County, and, and make sure that, that college is, is affordable and available for, for people who it usually hasn't been for in the past. So um, really excited about us all working together here at Allen Media in our new social justice practice. Well, let me be the first to congratulate you, sir. This is really a, a really cool thing that you're doing. So congratulations. I always, part of the reason I love doing this podcast is I learn so much. I, I get a, you know, a fresh viewpoint from you on a lot of different issues. So uh, looking forward to seeing you do big things with this new practice uh, practice group. Well, the, the really great thing is for 30 years, Allen Media has, has worked on so many of these issues already, sure. you know, housing uh, with Habitat for Humanity and um, worked with um, Operation Blue Shield as it relates to police relations with the community. So I think what this allows us to do is bring everything into one place where we can focus uh, for clients who have these, um, who have, who have a, a, a important eye for diversity, for inclusion, for equity, and we have an opportunity to serve those types of clients within the business that we're already doing. So that's why I'm really excited. And, you know, part of the reason I came to Alamedia was those types of clients to have the opportunity to work with UNT Dallas specifically was one of the reasons that I, I came here to um, to Alamedia. So this is really great for me personally, and I think it's going to be great for our firm and for our city. Well, congratulations again, and uh, good luck. Go get them. Appreciate it, man. So before we get out of here, man, um, State Representative Morgan Meyer made his prediction with the Cowboys-Rams game. So I believe I'm going to need to get some sort of feel, some sort of prediction from you on how this game is going to go. Yeah, what uh, you know, the Cowboys won Slugfest last week against uh, Seattle. Uh, it's fun to watch. They've been playing well. I mean, they're playing tough. They're uh, they're not going to be an easy out. I'm I'm glad they're going to Los Angeles as opposed to having to play down in uh, down in the dome in New Orleans. That is going to be a tough call. But uh, we'll see. You know, you and I both kind of think the Eagles are going to do something. But I do think I do think the Cowboys have a shot. Pull this one out. Uh, let's go with a field goal. Let's go 2017. 2017. Okay, I'm going three points off, so I'm going a little bit higher. I'm going 31 points for the Dallas Cowboys, 28 points for the Los Angeles Rams. I like it. So uh, good luck to the home team. That's right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for for, uh, sticking with us on this episode. We had a lot of stuff going on, and really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Sean? 
Uh, we want to thank again Mary Woodleaf, thank Jennifer Pascal, thanks to everyone who has gone to leave us a review, to give us five stars. Uh, if you have an iPhone on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, please go and like our podcast. Give us five stars. Leave a review. That stuff makes a huge difference uh, to make sure that so many people have more of an opportunity to listen to our show. Thanks to Pastor Richie Butler. Thanks to Rep- State Representative Morgan Meyer. Thanks to Jason Wiley. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. Adios. Adios.